attending the African American Business Association and and uh, meeting with Miss Sharon Oxendine and others who were a part of that was all a part of that year-long growth. Welcome to another episode of the African American Business Association's podcast or the AABA podcast. This is season one, episode six. I am your host, Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Development. And this podcast is brought to you by and sponsored by the Western Women's Business Center. Today's special guest is Rob Thomas. Rob is a community liaison for the Racial Justice Coalition. He's also a 33-year-old African-American male native of Asheville and a community activist, including being an AABA participant. As a racial justice advocate, Rob has facilitated and been a keynote speaker in over four dozen community-related events. Rob is the recipient of CoThink's 2020 Community Leader Award, the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Association of Asheville and Buncombe Counties, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. 2021 Service Award. Welcome, Rob. Hey, how how you doing today, Jason? I, I appreciate you having me on the show again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so, you know, tell us something, Rob. Um, you know that you were uh, working on your business um, as a dump truck, um, you know, having a dump truck business. So tell us, you know, something about that journey. Um, it was it was definitely a long journey. Uh, I was a commercial driver for a year before I started working with the Racial Justice Coalition. And while I was uh, driving 18-wheeler uh, tractor trailers across the country, um, I wanted to also be an entrepreneur, so it actually didn't start out as a dump truck business. Uh, me and my childhood best friend wanted to become prime contractors because we realized that only thing a prime contractor does is get large contracts and subcontract it out. And uh, so we started working towards that. And we went through a cohort with Kimberly Hunter, where she taught us about the system of award management, uh, which is the, the system that you have to get into in order to do contracts with the city. And also the different, um, the different, classifica different classifications, such as uh, historically underutilized businesses and minority-owned uh, business and, and how to get those certifications. Um, along that process, we realized that there were several roadblocks to prevent people like me and him from actually getting into, into that level of the work. And so that's when we pivoted. And I looked at the skills that I had and I looked at the skills that he had. And I was like, well, let's do a dump truck business. And then I came to a, to a foundation with about a list of five things that, that I thought that I needed to, uh, to start this dump truck business. Um, they then placed me in some classes and um, I learned a whole lot. And the end of that process was a 25 page business plan uh, with a super positive cash flow and also a social justice lens. Whereas, you know, as soon as uh, that first year is over and we have those profits and we reinvest in the dump trucks, we would then take a large portion of our profits and invest it in the community by going into uh, marginalized communities and paying individuals uh, who were six months away from being old enough to drive a dump truck 
about $25 an hour just to ride around with us in the truck and see if, see if they thought that, that they could do that job um, for $25 an hour or more and then being willing to train them. So it, it has been a long journey, uh, a lot of learning. Like I said, I came into uh, a foundation with a list of five to six things on a sheet of paper. It did take me a year. It was a year-long process. It was a lot of learning. It was a lot of footwork on my end. You know, uh, we, we did our own industry research and analysis, you know, local, regional, and national. Uh, we had to pretty much identify what type of funding was even going into this industry, how mature our local industry was, and all the different pieces of a business plan. But I think what stuck out the most was our cash flow projection and how positive it was. And I'm sure that they did their research and reached out to uh, substantiate the numbers that we included. And they were validated. And so I was offered a $210,000 business loan, $210,000 low interest business loan uh, that, that I did not accept because of the current role that I'm in with the Racial Justice Coalition. I can't just walk away from this. And the business, my dump truck business would need at least at minimum 30 hours a week of my attention. Okay. And so you're saying that that's how, so the Western Women's Business Center or the AABA was, uh, what you know, was a resource that you used uh, for that business? Oh, yes, most definitely. See, attending the African American Business Association and, and uh, meeting with Ms. Sharon Oxendine and others who were a part of that, was all a part of that year-long growth. Although I went through Mountain BizWorks, you know, Mountain BizWorks uh, did a wonderful job providing me with resources and education, but there are so many different pieces you need to learn in order to be successful. Also going through um, Aisha Adams' program, uh, her business accelerator was also a massive help because you had all of these resources in one place, website, uh, photo, uh, business plan help, financials uh, banks you know she had banks there then she had experienced individuals who were entrepreneurs who were successful entrepreneurs and just being in the african-american business association and being around others who were like-minded maybe not in the same industry but we were all entrepreneurs and so i learned just from i mean just from being in that space i soaked up so much information and i think that more people uh need to know about it so that they can access that as a resource and, and build and grow their uh, build and grow their business knowledge and their business. I, I think it's an amazing resource in our community that's like a best kept secret almost. So what do you think that can, you know, what can be done uh, to help people to understand more about, you know, the African-American Business Association? Like how can we get the word out even more to people, uh, you know, for them to, to, to take advantage of that, you know, that kept secret? Well, I think that uh, African-Americans have been disenfranchised for so long that we don't even think the resources exist. So we don't look and I don't look at that as our fault at all. Like if you go to a door and continue to knock on it and nobody lets you in, are you going to keep going to that door? No, you're not. And so what needs to happen now is direct outreach. We have came to, uh, you know, different initiatives and projects such as this and not receive favorable outcomes. So now what I think needs to happen is you need to go directly to these businesses. You need to do some direct community outreach and engagement. And, you know, that takes resources in the form of human capital and uh, most likely funding as well. 
Okay, very good. That's an excellent perspective um, as it relates to getting the word out. So instead of, well, not only having a, uh, you know, digital platform or even a physical location to hold meetings, but, you know, directly uh, reaching out to these businesses to invite them uh, to, to that process. Yes, you have to let them understand what you all can help them with and how it is beneficial to work with you. We only have so many hours in a day and most black people are in survival mode. You know, I was looking at uh, the um, the metrics on the state of blackashville.com, which has been recently updated. Uh, the, average, the average black owned business in Asheville accrues about $40,000 a year. The average white owned business in Asheville uh, their revenue is about $400,000 a year. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge gap. Huge. Yeah. So um, being someone who um, is, you know, has, you know, you kind of decided to put more of your energy into a work that you're, you know, more passionate about, um, you know, at the time, and of course, I'm quite sure for full time, do you ever foresee going back to, um, you know, your business, um, you know, as a as a prime contractor, you know, for the dump truck industry and utilizing the African-American Business Association or even, you know, the coaching that is offered through the Western Women's Business Center a as a resource? Um, so. I wasn't looking to be a prime contractor in the dump truck industry. I was looking to be a prime contractor in the construction industry. Okay. Um, the dump truck business is where I pivoted to. And yeah. of course, of course, but I've got uh, responsibilities in the immediacy to, uh, to build our organizational sustainability and the organization that gave me an opportunity and uplifted my voice so that I could then do the same with others. And so that looks like me bringing people in, uh, cr creating and building a culture and then passing on the torch. And as soon as I'm done with that work, then I will focus on my own financial security. Uh, I know that this business is still on the table. It's still going to be here five years from now. But what's going on in our society uh, may not be so malleable five years from now. So, you know, people in positions of power have responsibility to look out for what's best for the community before they look out for what's best for themselves. Yeah, those are those are facts. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with you 100 percent. So um, uh, as it relates to it, I'm just going to talk about this pandemic, you know, this COVID-19. So has that impacted your mindset at all as it relates to uh, your business? Not at all. Actually, because of COVID, uh, the federal government dumped about three billion additional dollars into the construction industry. If you notice during coronavirus, uh, construction still went on. They were still working on I-26, oh, which yeah. is a multi a multi-billion dollar uh, a project that sustains contract uh, work in the construction industry for the next uh, at least 10 years. And then they'll probably dump a little bit more into it and sustain it for another few years. And that's just one project. That's not even getting into the side jobs such as snow removal, which is seasonal or people calling for dump trucks to come in and either deliver something to their house or take something away. Uh, it, right now, if you wanted to get a dump truck to do something for you, you'd probably be on a 60 day to, to 90 day waiting list because uh, right now the industry is, is well over capacity. 
Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um, so you and now you say that have you ever, besides the African American Business Association coming to those presentations, you know, did you ever take any coaching classes or or even deep dives with the Western Women's Business Center themselves? Um, no, not directly with them. Although I was I was offered several times. You know, I was already engaged with, uh, you know, Mountain Bizworks and yes, sir. So, but I will say that I have viewed their services and I think that their services are just as good as the ones I received at Mountain Bizworks. And so, you know, I have full respect for Western Women's Business Center. Um, I want to say I did submit for uh, the the PPP funding through them or because me and my wife also have an equity consulting business. And so we submitted that, the disaster relief, the first the first round of that. And yes, um but other than that, I haven't done a whole lot of work directly with Western Western Women's Business Center, but I've been engaged and learned from them and individuals who they have invited to come and speak at the African American Business Association. Yes, sir. Yeah, very good. Um, have you uh, ever been or wanted to be or desire to be in the future a presenter, you know, for the uh, African American Business Association? Yeah, whenever I have capacity, you know, <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I've been invited to speak. But again, an individual such as myself, uh, there are only so many hours in a day and I get pulled in 10,000 different directions. So I have to gauge what action can I take in these hours that are going to make the greatest impact. So, you know, if I'm working on something like the reparations movement or reimagining public safety or mass incarceration, uh, you know, doing a presentation is kind of low on the list. You know, I'm actually doing this with you because you're, you're a close friend of mine and I have a lot of respect for what it is that you're doing and anything that I can do to help you succeed. You already know I'm, I'm, I'm with doing that. Yeah. And the same here, bro. And definitely, you know, that is uh, reciprocated here. Um, I have a great deal of, you know, respect for you as well. I've seen a tremendous growth uh, in you, Rob, over over a period of time. I remember, you know, you know, when I met you um, doing some work for the, the public housing authority, you know what I mean? And you were <laughs> talking then, you know, about business and about equity and to, to see you be consistent and then do actions that grow you into the direction of where you actually want to be is uh i mean that that's a resounding inspiration so thank you uh for being you bro thank you for being you as well nobody else can be you yes sir yes sir thank you uh so do you have any uh closing comments you know and how can people you know get in contact with you help you with your your with your work and of course i'm going to extend an invitation to you to be a presenter for the AABA uh, in the future. And we can work out, you know, around uh, your, your schedule. I know you run like a nosebleed, so, uh, <laughs> you know, but we can make sure that we get your schedule straight and you let me know what to work. Um, but yeah, any closing comments and how, you know, people can contact you to get involved in what you're getting, what, what you're involved in. Yeah. So again, the organization I'm currently sp uh, spending a lot of my energy in is, Racial Justice Coalition, Asheville. Uh, you can check our website out at rjcabl.org. We also have an additional website called everyblackvoice.org. Uh, if you go on the rjcabl.org, 
you know, it's got several different links uh, to get involved or donate. Um, every black owned organization is most likely under capacity in, in the form of resources being uh, people and money. So whichever way you can help out is always encouraged. Uh, a, a word that I would like to leave us as black people, which I, I hope that black people get to hear this is we need to look for the resources that are available to us because there are so much that we don't know. And how can you know what it is that you don't know? You know, how can you know to look for what you don't know that you don't know? And that's right. the situation that we're in. And the solution to our business situation is unification and conglomeration. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to ask one, I think one final question to go back to something that you mentioned, uh, pardon me, as it relates to you and your wife's business. How, how is that business going? It's going very well. Good, good, good. Uh, so, but the great Rob Thomas, thank you so much, man, for your time, your talent, uh, once again, uh, being uh, our guest on the uh, African American Business Association's podcast. And uh, you take care, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. So once I'm done uh, doing the edit of this, Rob, um, I'll get it to you. Uh, you'll be able to you know, hear it again. Uh, did you listen to the one that we did on my podcast? No, I'm be honest. I didn't. I know, bro. I know. I, I do like respond to newspaper and media and like I never read or watch any of it. I'm be honest, man, like because I'm always working on the next project. And, you know, I don't I don't know. It's just. Like it's already said, it's already done. Uh, I know what I said in it. Hopefully they didn't take <laughs> what I said out of context. If they did, right. it will get back to me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, listen, uh, appreciate you again, bro. Appreciate you more. Yes, sir. Take care. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the AABA's podcast or the African-American Business Association's podcast brought to you and sponsored by the Western Women's Business Center. If you would like to know more about the coaching services or business consultancy services that are offered by the Western Women's Business Center, visit their website, www.bcnc.org, or give them a call, 828 633 5065 or you can send Laura Ford who handles all new client intake directly via email that's l ford at carolina small business.org i repeat l f o r d at carolina small business.org if you would like to know more information about the AABA monthly meetings that are held via uh, live stream or in person, visit the Facebook page for the African American Business Association, which is the AABA monthly business and networking meeting to stay tuned for more information coming as we are in the process of working on the schedule for the AABA is actually going to be bi-monthly or every other month business meeting instead of monthly meetings. So again, just stay tuned for that. We're working on that in the background. So you're going to enjoy what you see. Also, please visit this. I mean, I'm sorry, not visit, but follow uh, this podcast using such platforms as Apple, Spotify, Google, and more.
Just look for AABA Podcast and enjoy. We've had some wonderful guests on here, like today's guest, who was Rob Thomas, who gave us some insightful information as it relates to his business and other work that he's involved in. And always remember that you are the best part of Western North Carolina.